Welcome to The Leader's Notebook with Dr. Mark Rutland. Dr. Rutland is a world-renowned leadership expert. He is a New York Times best-selling author, and he has served as the president of two universities. The Leader's Notebook is brought to you by Global Servants. For more information about Global Servants, please visit our website, globalservants.org. Here is your host, Dr. Mark Rutland. If there's one thing I've learned, it is that there are subversive mindsets that can ease their way in, or maybe I should use a different word, ooze their way into any organization and erode the positive visionary culture of that organization. Sometimes these um, negative mindsets, or what I call subversive mindsets, are actually couched in proverbial language that uh, presumes to be wise, and it's actually quite wrong. So today on uh, The Leader's Notebook, I want to give you six subversive mindsets. Uh, These are phrases that people say, they toss off all the time, and, and I want to urge you, weed these out, disallow them from your staff meetings, from your board meetings, from your leadership, and of course, from your own language. So here are six subversive mindsets that erode a visionary and entrepreneurial culture. The first one is this, leave well enough alone. Leave that statement alone because well enough is not good enough. Leaving well enough alone actually militates in favor of mediocrity. It may not be well enough. You may have fooled yourself into thinking that it's well enough, but the visionary entrepreneurial leader is constantly tinkering with the dials so that if anybody in your fellowship, your leadership, your committee, whatever it is, comes out with that phrase, leave well enough alone, you immediately want to pounce on it. We will never ever leave it well enough alone. We're going to constantly keep improving. That is the very spirit of excellence. The second one is very like it. The second of these six subversive um, mindsets. The second is this, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Now, in the first place, that that statement is, is highly dubious because it may actually be broken and you've just gotten used to using it broken. A lot of times an organization is using broken systems, broken mechanisms, broken ways of doing things, and uh, they are broken. And the other other part of that, which is wrong, is that it may not be broken. It may be obsolete. It may be antique. Uh, Suppose uh, you have a wonderful buckboard wagon. It's not broken. The wheels are in perfect condition. You've got good horses, but it doesn't compare to a Cadillac. So it ain't broke, but it may not need to be fixed. It may need to be jettisoned. The third is this. We'll cross that bridge when we come to it. I want to urge you to uh, weed that statement out of your own thinking and don't allow others in your organization to say it. A visionary leader has already crossed every bridge ahead of him. As far as his vision can take him, long before that bridge comes into his actual vision. Reconnoitering, looking ahead, what could happen if we do there, coming up with contingency plans. We'll cross that bridge when we come to it means that you just live the crisis of one collapsed bridge to another. The great leader crosses bridges far in the future. The fourth of these subversive mindsets, 
is one that is actually not even biblical. Know your own limitations. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Furthermore, my own limitations should not decide the limitations of the organization. God's limitless power uh, is what should describe what we can do. So knowing your own limitations is self-defeating. I have many limitations, but I also have staff that I've hired that are smarter than I am, better than I am, and better together than they are individually. So my own limitations, knowing them and living inside those limitations, actually limit my capacity to move forward in leadership and are self-limiting on the team. The fifth of these six subversive mindsets is actually very self-indulgent emotionally, but I suspect you've heard it. I hope you, if you've said it, you'll never say it again. And it's this, this is who I am, like it or lump it. How self-indulgent. The fact of the matter is that there may be things in me, things in our organization, things in our company that need to be changed, that are negative and, and limiting and hindering. So this is who I am, like it or lump it. That just says... I refuse to face the fact of who I am. I refuse to deal with it, and I refuse to find the grace to get it changed. This is who I am, like it or lump it, is a very, very dangerous mindset. It's, it's the stubbornness of the soul. I refuse to change. And that change is because I am indulging myself in the limitations that I've already developed. And then finally, and this is one I particularly hate, the good old days and the good old ways. Never stand for that. The, the very idea that the past is always the best, it glorifies something that may not have really existed as well as we thought. Take, for example, at my age, uh, I'm probably older than most of the people that are listening to this podcast, but I remember when I was a, a little boy, that uh, there were kids in my class who went home for the summer, early, early elementary school that went home for the summer and didn't come back in the fall because over the summer they contracted polio and they spent the rest of their little lives in an iron lung. I don't want to go back to the good old days and the good old ways before the uh, salt vaccine was invented for polio. I don't want to go back to that. I also remember spending time at my great-grandparents' house in a small little um, tiny house in a, a little town in East Texas that doesn't even exist anymore, and they didn't have indoor plumbing. And I remember sneaking out to the, to the outhouse on a cold January night in East Texas, and I want to tell you, I do not want to go back to that. So I never allow the the good old days and the good old ways. What I want in its place is this, the best is yet to come. So here are the six mindsets, negative and limiting mindsets. Leave well enough alone. You want to teach your company, your organization, I will never leave well enough alone. We're not going to table it out. We're not going to limit it. We're not going to settle for what we have. We're going to constantly strive for excellence. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. It may be broken, and a clearer self-analysis may reveal to us it's broken and that it needs to be fixed. Or it may not be broken, but it's simply no good anymore. We'll cross that bridge when we come to it. 
This must be replaced with, I will always, we as a company, we as an organization will always be looking ahead. We're not going to wait for crumbling bridges to loom up in our windshield before we have already figured out how to deal with that crisis. The fourth is know your own limitations. There are no limitations on us except those which we allow to exist. Number five, this is who I am, like it or lump it. Instead, we replace that with the statement, I am constantly, by the grace of God, allowing that power of God which worketh in me and in my organization to change who I am, to eliminate those things in me which stand in the way of the progress that God has for me. And finally, the good old days and the good old ways. That must be replaced with the best is yet to come. That doesn't invalidate the past. It doesn't say it was all horrible. It just says, I'm not looking backward. I, we, this company, this organization, we are looking forward. And by the grace of God, the best is yet to come. Thank you for joining me on the Leader's Notebook. I hope this has been useful to you. I hope that you'll subscribe and that you will rate and review. God bless you. You've been listening to The Leader's Notebook with Dr. Mark Rutland. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review today's podcast. You can follow Dr. Rutland on Twitter at Dr. Mark Rutland or visit his website, drmarkrutland.com. Join us next week for another episode of The Leader's Notebook.